Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Do you hear that? There are birds, birds all around, and they're saying, Happy Friday, let's listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, I was, for a moment I thought this could go in a creepy direction. <laughs> However, I think it feels very peaceful outside. I mean, it it so sounds weird. so nice. It's been dreary the past few days where we live, and today it's actually a really nice day. It started off kind of cold, but man, it is coming, it's starting to be really beautiful, and the birds, seriously, it's so lovely to hear them. honestly that's one of my favorite nature sounds it's just the sounds of birds that's like that's my alarm in the morning is some birds oh really yeah oh my gosh that's but so sometimes, beautiful sometimes it gets so incorporated into my dream or whatever i'm like thinking about or just the morning itself that i forget that it's actually the alarm and then oh like my 15 word. minutes go by and i'm like oh yeah that's my alarm that's not just something pleasant see i've been using an alarm on my apple watch a sleep app and so my alarm is now just this vibrating feeling on my wrist. Does that wake you up? It does. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of annoying sometimes because it's one of those apps where it, like, wakes you... It, like, senses your heart rate. So it wakes you up at the time that was going to be the best for you to wake up so you'd feel the least groggy. So sometimes I'll be like, I set my alarm for 7.30. It wakes me up at 7.13 because I'm just getting out of REM. I'm just getting out of, like, a deep sleep cycle. And I'm like, this is the perfect time for you to wake up. Wake you up 15 minutes early. Which is kind of annoying sometimes, but I'm thankful for it anyway. I'm pretty sure I woke up in the middle of REM. Ugh. Yeah. That was the worst I was, feeling. I was like, I feel like I got hit by a ton of bricks. <laughs> so stinking tired. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I'm still I, yeah. feeling it. I did not get a lot of, is that a new sign? I don't think so. No stopping, standing, or parking anytime? Yeah, I don't think so. Really? That's like in front of someone's house. Yeah, I don't know. Odd. Weird things you find on a walk. But anyway, Haley and I both did not get a lot of sleep last night, and I definitely woke up so, so tired. But because the morning is so bright, and we're on a walk right now, as I, per usual. as per usual, I am now awake. I'm getting there. So Haley, what are we talking about today on this beautiful August morning, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to? It could be September at this point if you're, oh my goodness, if you're behind. Could be December. I know. Oh my gosh. Come on. Um, Get your act together. So today we're going to be talking about our loves, likes, and dislikes from the month of July. Ooh, July. July. Oh, man. So July. I read 15 books in July. Just counted this morning. That and is, that is excessive. Packed. I know. That's like a book every other day. You're right. That is a book every other day. That's I didn't insane. even think about that. Wow, that is actually a crazy amount of books. <laughs> Whoopsies. Whoopsies for reading a crazy amount of books. Anyway, so Haley, how many books did you read in total? Eight. Hey, eight is not a bad number. Mm-hmm. Not that's, like, that's like a book every four days. Yeah, it could have been way better. Okay, but, yeah, yes. It just was so busy. It was so busy. I had such high hopes for this month. I still have books I haven't gotten to, but I got, I did pretty good. I got quite a, I got like two or three or four that I've been wanting to read, get done. So mm-hmm. that was exciting. Yeah, so I... You still haven't even read a Jane Austen. I know. This 
Well, this month is your month of recommendations. And yes. I thought maybe we should try to do it this month. Yeah, that's a fair point. Because I read like I read a book that was more classic feel or classic-y. And I didn't really want to do two in a row after I finished the one I did read, which is Rebecca. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was like, mm, maybe next month. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I have to really be in the mindset to read multiple classics in a row. And I just wasn't really feeling it. I was like, this is really interesting. But I don't really feel like I have the time or the energy to dive into something that needs a lot of my attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a fair point. It's it's hard, honestly, it's hard to get into the mood, especially when you've read so many books that move so quickly. It's so hard to get into the mood of reading a classics because you know, unless you take your time reading it, it's going to be hard to read. Exactly. You have to go into it with a different mindset than Mm -hmm. just like a normal, maybe more modern piece of fiction. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like what we talked about before, fiction nowadays, they have certain, So much like, dialogue. Dialogue, yeah, a lot of dialogue and just things that help make the story flow quicker, mm-hmm. which I think is really awesome. I'm Like I said before, I'm a big dialogue person, so when I have to switch over to, like, a lot of internal dialogue or a lot of, like, description, I'm like, oh, gosh, it's going to take me forever to get mm-hmm. through this. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Like, it could be something really good. It's just, I... I have to change my mentality on how I'm going to approach it. Yeah, and that's totally okay. So, we have our loves, our likes, and our dislikes. Obviously, I have quite a few more to choose from. And I feel like I had quite a few that I was like, I really, really liked. But I wanted to, you know, talk about which ones stood out to me the most. Which ones I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And then kind of a like that is probably the highest like that I have. So and then it's like your 4.75. Yeah, like my 4.75. And then my dislike is not necessarily maybe the worst book I've read, but I think it's something that disappointed me. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, why don't you start us off then? Because you've read so many. Yeah. So my love for the month, and I mentioned it before, but it's The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides. I think I pronounce his name. Michaelides? Probably something like that. Pronounce it differently every single time. Um, so I mentioned it before, but. Michaelides. 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 Um, anyway, we are just making fun of him. Um, but, uh, I, I read it the very, no, second book I read for the month. First one I read was Whisper Man, which was also good, but Silent Patient just really, you know, I kind of feel bad that it's my love because I know it's so popular, you know? Um, I think it just shows that it's worth, it is totally worth reading. It's totally worth the popularity, but I'm kind of like, man, I shouldn't choose this one for my love because so many people love it. It's not very unique of me to choose. But it is honestly so good. The twist, there's a twist that is just so profound, so amazing. Reminds me of one of my favorite thriller books that has a similar-ish twist, but um, both done very different ways. And I absolutely love when books have quite uh, in-depth and crazy twists to them. So that's why I really love The Silent Patient. I just feel like it kind of kept me on my toes. It was really easy to read. And then when I finally got to the twist, I couldn't put it down. Yeah, see, I knew you were going to really like that one. That's why I wanted you to read Whisper Man first, because that's one that I really enjoyed. And so I wanted you to read um, Silent Patient second, because I had a feeling you were going to think that one just was really... I mean, it, I mean, it's not a secret what it's about. It's like more psychological, thrillery um, woman who has been framed for... I believe frame for murder, right? Well, she was frame uh, for murder. No, she was um, she was arrested 
for killing her husband. Yes, yes, yes. She would not. After it happened, she, she never has spoke. never spoken again. She never spoke. It's been, like, quite a few years. And so she's at this, like, special place for people who have mental issues. <laughs> yeah, and so she's, yeah, I didn't want to say, you know. There's you a know. new therapist that comes um, in to kind of help her and see if he can get her to finally speak um, and share her story. So it was very, very interesting. And the characters in it are just very complex and broken and flawed and Mm -hmm. so, but so also so realistic Mm -hmm. and it's just a really good piece of piece of literature, honestly. Yeah. I really liked it as well. Um, I, the more I sit with it, the more I like it. I just was really nitpicky when I read it. And so I didn't give it as high of a score as you did, but Mm -hmm. I, I did really, really like it. If you could go back, would you change it to a five? I don't know. Maybe. Oh. Probably would. But no going back seas. Yeah. Just kidding. You can if you want to. I like only go back seas and change reviews if it's been like the same day. If I think mm. about it later, I'm like, actually, no. It's Cause I want to go with my gut in the moment. And there's a reason in the moment I felt that way. But I do feel like books can grow on you. So I would say it's like a very high, almost five star. Yeah. Like I said, I was just really nitpicky. Anyway. 4.97. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for me, my love for this month was The Bookish Life of Nina Hill by Abby Waxman. It is the cutest book, you guys. It doesn't... Ha- okay, so let me just say. it. The stuff... The reason I loved it is because it was, like, written for people who love books. A.K.A. Books. Exactly. Us. And it's just something that I feel like so many book lovers can... Even non-book lovers, but book lovers especially can relate to. Like, it feels like you're reading about someone like yourself. And that was so fun to dive into. I loved that aspect. I did feel like maybe the the romance stuff, is, it was like a side story, which is completely fine because she has more of like a bigger thing going on in her life that I really did enjoy. But I felt like the, the romance, because it was more of like a side thing, it could have been maybe developed a little bit more. It kind of felt a little lackluster to me. That's literally like the only thing. Like if I would go through, I'd say maybe like tweak this right here. But besides that, it was so, so good. So that was definitely my love. Um, I don't really want to give anything away, but I have just posted all of my July reads. Finally. Oh my gosh. A few days ago I posted um, online and they're all available on brookenbinding.wordpress.com so you guys can get synopses of the books that I've read and also more detailed thoughts what, of me like sitting down and like reading off to you or you be able to read like my actual thoughts in the moment of how I was feeling versus me just off the top of my head right now. It's like having a personal consult with a book review expert. Oh thank you. You're welcome. So, moving on to our likes. You know, I went back and forth between whether I should choose a book that fit with my theme of thrillers or if I should choose a book that didn't, but I still read. But I've decided to continue with the thriller theme. So, my like for the month is For Better and Worse by Margot Hunt. Wow. What did you think I was going to choose? I have no clue. Well, I, you know, I was looking at all my books that I read for the month. I guess I just didn't think you were going to like it as much as you have. It was was so good, honestly. Like, I, I, there, there were some things that I didn't like about it in the ending that annoyed me that I couldn't give it five stars. That I was just kind of like, are you kidding me? Like, this is really how it is. <laughs> However, 
That's also like the beauty of the book. Too. It is. It is the beauty of the book. However, um, the way that it was executed in the writing style and just the actual, you know, you get the perspective of both the husband and the wife. Um, at least once of each person. I think you get the wife's perspective twice. Um, but you really get to see the inside of their brains and what they're thinking about because the story is about two lawyers who, when they're on their first date together, joke that they could probably get away with the perfect murder. And then when a scandal emits amongst their son's school and they start to feel that their son is in danger, they plan, or one person plans and the other person kind of gets involved in what becomes a murder that they have to then cover. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting to see how they get in that situation, what leads them to that, and the mind and thoughts with both the husband and the wife, and how they kind of get to that position and how they deal with it after that, in evading the law, kind of, or because especially because they are part of the law, how they deal with that as lawyers and in the position that they are in. And it's really good, and it kind of keeps your attention as well because there's kind of always like this, oh, my gosh, are they going to get caught kind of thing or, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen next kind of feeling. So I thought it was really well done. A little annoyed at the end, but, I mean, I could do for a sequel. I So if you really liked For Better and Worse, I would recommend My Lovely Wife by Samantha Downing to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have so, it? Do you own it? I it do a, not uh, own library. it. Library. that out yet. That, maybe that should be our goal. What if we What if we did a podcast episode where we sat down and worked on our library accounts so then we had, like, accountability oh my <laughs> and we had to actually do it? We could if we genuinely wanted to. Well, stay tuned, listeners, if we do that or not. Um, but, yeah, I think you would really like that book because there's so many similar, well, a lot of similarities, but it's still... Yeah, you, you, I mean, they're they're definitely different, but mm-hmm. if you liked the, or oh, they're going to get caught kind of thing, yeah, oh, ooh, you know, then you'd like My Lovely Wife. Ah, okay, I, so, love, I like being in the mind of the, the killer, especially if it's like someone who is not creepy. Mm-hmm. They're just like, this just happened, or it like, yeah. happened on accident, mm-hmm. or how is, do I, how do I rage, cover this up? Rage, or, and you're like, I would have never done this in any other mm-hmm. sensible way, yep. and then having to see them try and cover up their tracks. When they yeah. don't normally think that way. Yep. Always very interesting. It is very interesting, for sure. So what's, so what's your like for the month? My like is... A Woman is No Man. Oh, by interesting. Etaf Room. Etaf, yeah. Etaf Room. E-T-A-F. That's your first name. R-U-M. Yeah, Rum. Maybe it's Rum. Etaf Rum, maybe. Who knows? But anyway... A Woman is No Man. It is so... It was a book that caught me off guard. You gave it five stars, didn't you? I did. It caught me off guard in the fact... Or in the... In a way of, like... I read it because it was a top book of the month choice. And also recommended. And also recommended by you. Yes, I was about to say that. Thank you. But it's just something that... I don't ever read a lot of... Like, not necessarily cultural books, because I do, but, like, like really this specific, like, Middle, Middle East. Eastern, yeah, Middle like, Eastern yeah, cultures, yeah, mm-hmm, Palestinian um, heritage, stuff like that. I've not read much of that. And so that was really interesting to dive into a world that I didn't really know much about. Well, I mean, I knew about, but, like, not the... in a literature yeah, sense. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very stretching and challenging and there was 
a little bit of mystery as well. Um, but no, it's just really good. And, and I, I really could, I could see the craft, the, the, the craftiness, the craftiness, the craftiness of the way that the author wrote the book because she just, the way that she went about it, you could tell was very specific and she thought it through and it wasn't anything that like she just kind of threw together like you could tell kind of like a good like with Harry Potter where it's like oh you can tell JK really thought about this like Mm -hmm. that was not you know an accident to you know reference this earlier on or like whatnot so I really enjoyed that a lot and it's about these girls there's like a grandma a mom and a daughter and you don't know what happens to the mom, but you get a lot of the daughter's perspective and the mom's perspective when she first comes to America. And so that's just really interesting how there's kind of a bit of that mystery, but then you, um, but in the midst of all of that, you are also seeing her daughter kind of come into, come into who she is and come into, um, <laughs> be able to come into who she is and to come into like the her culture identity of like is this what I want to be a part of how can I also you know how can I be a part of my culture but also like chase the American dream at the same time in a way and I thought that was a really cool a really cool thing to to talk about and to try to merge the two because I feel like there's a lot of like rebellious like no I'm done with this I'm leaving and but she just cared so much about her family and stuff it was like how do I merge the two in a way that's best for me and I thought that that was a really great message to share it's a really poignant novel and I I like it because and I always love reading books um especially that are in the mind of people from other cultures um because you're never going to truly no you'll never ever truly understand what it's like to be from a different country than where you're born or part of a different culture than what you know but the closest you can ever get to truly understanding is being able to especially in a book just get into the mindset of somebody else because especially in a like a first person um book you start to get the mindset and the perspective and the thoughts and oftentimes people who write these books have had these thoughts Mm -hmm. and so it's like the closest way that you can get to understanding a different culture like I was (laughs) our dad was telling us the other day he was like I started watching this one show blackish have you heard of it I was like yeah I've never seen it he's like it's great and I was like and he's like, he's like, I never would have thought to watch it, but it's really great. And it's helped me like b- widen my perspective on life just because you get to, it, it deals with a lot of issues that, you know, our family has never dealt with or a lot of people have never dealt with kind of become very relevant in recent years. But also but, but in a also lighthearted, in comedic, a light-hearted way. comedic way that you can, can like actually start to understand without it feeling um, frustrating or difficult or overwhelming and so I was like it's so great when you're in a form of media to really just open your eyes to the various worlds and people around you and then you I mean even with like sci-fi fantasy you get to experience what it'd be like to be a pirate so yeah I mean or an alien alien. or an astronaut or something books in general are a great way to broaden your perspective to learn so much more yeah and to I don't know just learn a little bit of what it would be like to be an astrophysicist or grow up in uh, a household in which you're always expected to marry and stay at home for forever and how would that impact your personal identity and growth it's a great book 
Yeah, so after that tangent, man, do you, <laughs> you want to share about your dislikes? Yes, I will, I will just share briefly about my dislike because I apparently went on a tangent. <laughs> um, so my dislike for the month is actually An Anonymous Girl by Greer mm, Hendricks yeah. and Sarah Buchanan. So I have read all of their books now at this point that they've read, that they've written together. Um, and to be honest, The Wife Between Us is the best one, and they haven't been able to top it since. Anonymous Girl was her second one, we read You Are Not Alone by them as well earlier this year. And those, number two and three, are just not as good as The Wife Between Us. I feel like they wrote a really good thriller, and then they were like, oh, how can we write more, write good, thrillers. more good thrillers? Except two and three aren't really thrillers. Yeah. They didn't really write thrillers again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wrote, wrote one really good one, and then they've just kind of written dramas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so it's not like doesn't really keep it didn't really keep my attention didn't really keep More me like rooting for the characters but not even psychological thrillers just like psychological drama drama <laughs> it's just drama um i think part of my issue was i i couldn't even root for the main character mm-hmm. like she has this like it basically it's about this girl who because she's short on money um finds out about this like little experiment study thing that she is going to do with a the being anonymous she just like answers questions on the computer about morality and then eventually gets much much deeper into it than she ever thought mm-hmm. and well, you know, it's like based on like a like a um psychologist like psychiatrist or psychologist like at the local university is wanting mm-hmm. to do like a poll like a study a study to see like to, um like to see i think it's like our morals like actually something that are ingrained in us or like are people overall morally good Mm -hmm. or are they you know actually Mm -hmm. not kind of thing yeah but it ends up getting a lot different than that yeah and i feel like when you start prefacing the book and like read about it it sounds like it's gonna get these crazy tests of morality that's what i thought it would be Mm -hmm. i thought it would be like something like because there's gonna go rob a bank yeah is she gonna go like like i thought it was gonna be something along the lines of like oh this psychiatrist needs someone to do all these dirty deeds for her yeah yeah as in like i need you to go rob this bank i need you to go do this how far is too far how far is too far if you thought that because there's one where it's like do you think the punishment should fit the crime is a question that she has to answer and so i thought it'd be something along along the lines of eventually like she's faced with with the choice of i mean it's kind of partly i mean it's kind of what you are not alone ends up being a little bit so I don't know if they got, like, they had two ideas for Anonymous Girl and then just kind of branched off part of what they thought for Anonymous Girl and moved it into You Are Not Alone, which would have been better if it was one book because You Are Not Alone is kind of not very solid anyway. But I think it would have been interesting to be like, okay, as part of this study, here's a gun, here's a man that killed a little mm-hmm. kid. Shouldn't shouldn't you shoot him? Yeah. Like, shouldn't you, shouldn't you kill him as well? Because mm-hmm. morally... He is immoral, and should, mm-hmm. if you say the punishment should fit the crime, then he's deserving of death and kind of like mm-hmm. vigilantiness mm-hmm. and making her do all this stuff. Yeah, and that's not what it ends up being, and it ends up being actually something super mild, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just, I was just very disappointed in it. And there's also this one point where she's like seeing this guy, kind of. She like slept with him. Like mm. I don't even know if she slept with him. She like slept over at his. She like slept over at his house and. He owns like a breakfast place and they see each other a couple times but like the interactions are very short and you can tell that she doesn't seem super interested in him 
And then there are some times where they do meet up, but you don't ever, she doesn't, they, they never write about it. So you can't get invested in the story between them. And so by the time like bad things are going down, she's like, but I'm, and now I'm losing my boyfriend. And I was like, honey, when was he your boyfriend? And so I just couldn't invest in the story between them, their love or whatever, because there wasn't really anything happening on the pages. And so I know that's why it's in my dislikes. I just feel like it was missing a lot and could have been so much better. Do you want to try? I don't know. I could try, but if he starts to talk, then. Okay. Yeah, I know. I feel like, I feel like, um, Anonymous Girl definitely was not their best. That's why I wasn't like, like, oh, you have to read this, Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just but, had it at the house for so long that you'd given it to me for such a long time ago. And I was just like, I just want to get this out of the house and get it read. Yeah, well, now it's back in mine. Yes. Okay, so my dislike, I'll say really quick, was... Believe Me by J.P. Delaney. Interesting. Yeah, it's oh, more I like psycho- psychological thriller. It's very interesting, but it kind of goes somewhere weird. And then, like, hmm. when the big twist was revealed, I was like, wait, what? In a way of, like, how... In a way of, like, whoa, that's kind of cool, but also I didn't even see that, like, actually happening. Like... How, how did that even work out? Because I, I guess I can, I don't know. It just, it felt like, okay, let me just say, it felt like the main character, she like dives off the deep end and then she's like, just kidding. I'm in the shallows. And you're like, hold on a second. Wait, what? Yeah. As I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't want to explain it without, I don't want to go into detail without giving it away. But essentially, it's about this girl who's an actress, and for a side job, she works for a divorce lawyer who is wanting to, um, for the spouses who are wanting to see if they can catch their spouses in, um, who can catch, who can catch their spouses um, in the act of potentially cheating, yeah. And so then she gets this other big case, and, and one of the the wife that was trying to catch the husband ends up dead. And so they're like, oh my gosh, is he him? We want you to get close to him and figure out if you can get him to confess. And it kind of goes downhill from there. Oh gosh, well, I'm sorry that it was a dislike for you. Yeah, but he's got like two other books that I really want to read. Like, I really like him as an author. Yeah, he's a great author. It wasn't, like, bad, but it wasn't awesome. So I want to give his other ones a chance. You know, maybe by the end of this year, we'll have a month in which we have zero dislikes. That would be a great, great thing. That would be really cool. I don't think it'll happen yet, because we're too critical at this point. Yeah, but we can dream. Yeah. Anyway, those are our loves, likes, and dislikes for the month of July. Is Litsis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? (gasps) I know. How dare you. So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, aka us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads A Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I personally read or talk about, my rating, the synopsis of the book, and why I gave it the stars that I did. But if you like to read but not that much, you can go to Maddie Reads A Lot, where I write one little sentence about the book that I read and a small rating. And 
also keep enjoying Lit Sis. Yes, and share Lit Sis, share our bookstagrams, and just share the book love. So Haley, what are you reading? I am currently reading, which I've been reading for a few days, and it's not even a long book. I looked, it's like 280 pages, something Ooh, like that, that and rough. it's like embarrassing how many days it's taking me. I just don't have motivation to yep. read right now. I'm I'm at that slump. I'm in the afternoon slump feeling, I think. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I am currently reading The Beauty in Breaking by Michelle Harper. Um, it is a memoir, um, memoir and is she the is a, a ER doctor. I don't know if she's currently in Philadelphia, but in my book, she's talking about uh, (sighs) afternoon slump. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, She's currently in Philadelphia in her stories that she's telling and stuff like that. And I will say there are parts of it where I'm like, wow, this is really interesting and I enjoy it. And then definitely a few parts where I feel like, I don't know kind of is it's yeah just yeah so i'm so honestly even a part of me was like man man like and i haven't had this thought for a while i thought man do i even want to finish reading this interesting this is a book of the month choice too it is yeah i don't know what it i i mean i have like maybe a few ideas as to why i'm kind of like meh about it but i think also too like obviously it's her story and it's not like I'm saying, oh, this piece of fiction was is, like, totally, I don't even like it. And I, I just want to finish it and give her, like, not, like, give her the respect that she deserves for sharing her story. And, and um, wanting to, like, you know, like, try to see things through her, and through her perspective and her experiences as a doctor and stuff like that. So, um, that is definitely very interesting and I'm definitely trying to keep an open mind, but sometimes it just gets to the point where I'm like, oh, you feel, I feel like you kind of just contradicted yourself or, oh, mm. don't really feel like that section was necessary. You know, I mean, Not stuff to, like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I, I'm really hopeful that the rest of the book, I feel differently because I don't think it's a bad thing when a book challenges you in this way. Like when mm-hmm. you kind of have to like chew with it a little bit, which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just trying to decide if I like the chewing or if I don't like what I'm chewing. If that makes sense. That's a fair point. Anyway, so I I, I want to see. I want to finish it though. Obviously, I'll finish it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see what my reading is. All what right. about you, Mad? What well, are you reading? Well, I am reading. I've also been reading the same book for several days. <laughs> so we've been really sucking at August so far. So it is what August seventh, and I think I've been reading this book like the entire week since I like know. Monday, maybe. Yeah. Or no, I think maybe Tuesday. But it's uh, uh, Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng. I almost said Everything I Never Told You. That's her other book. That one is amazing. This one so far, Uh, I don't know what it is. And I know it's a really well-liked book. This is my book of recommendations. Month of recommendations. Yeah, my month of recommendations. For some reason, I am really not connecting with the characters. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm not connecting with them. Yeah, I get that. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because there's too many of them. Because there's, there's a lot a of few. kids. And I can try to explain the kids. Yeah. I can try to, like, give you the family tree so that maybe might help Like, you. I think I understand who all who all the kids are. I, I think this just, like, I feel like the book has... It started off with, like, the present and now it's working towards the past. Yeah. But I also don't understand how long the timeline is. Yeah, yeah, Between yeah. when, like, this new family moves in and all the stuff that's happening to, like what happens in the present because it's like is this over a school year is this over like multiple years because sometimes it makes it feel like 
this is over like multiple multiple years and sometimes it makes it feel like it's over just like uh, how long is it over it's only like a few months what yeah like probably like a school year oh my gosh because there's there's literally times where i'm reading this and i'm like i think it's because she's writing with you know you know when writers do that thing where they're like they're writing about a character and then they like like go off on like eight tiny story about their past or whatever she does that i feel like so frequently with this book that it makes me wonder and and they're for such long periods of time that it makes me wonder oh wait am i like and was was i looking at the past or the present or the future isn't that kind of confusing and it's and it's confusing a little bit so i'm hoping that it gets better because i have people have said really great things about it so far i like everything i never told you better because i feel like there's just like a direct past and present there's literally like like three main characters and everything i never told you and then in so far little fires everywhere there's like a bajillion and i thought it was actually mostly going to be very i think i was anticipating it to be mostly about the moms yeah and there's just a crap ton of stuff about the kids Mm -hmm. and i think that's confusing me is like when i was first reading about them i didn't like pay attention to the kids because i knew that like because of the tv show i know that like obviously reese witherspoon is one of the moms and so far that character is barely in the book and so I'm like, I think I'm just really confused on like what this book is actually supposed to be about. And there's apparently this adoption of a Chinese baby that hasn't happened yet, yeah. which is apparently supposed What's to be the a big deal. What's name? Who's the mom for the show? For the Mia that plays mm-hmm. Mia. Mm-hmm. Um, she's it's so, um, she's so familiar. I know. I can picture her. It wasn't she? Wasn't she in Scandal? That Scandal show. No, she was not. Was she? Yeah, Look it up. Sure. I thought it was. I thought it was the girl that played the girl in Big Little Lies. I thought they were working together again. Or maybe it's not. No, it's not the mom from... It's not the mom from Big Little Lies. Um, I have to... Do all of this. Yeah, Haley's got to turn all her data on. When Went on a walk. Went on a walk, no obviously. Wi-Fi. So, okay, who is it? Fires Everywhere Fires Everywhere Drama Miniseries. Who is it? I can yes. picture her in my mind. I'm gonna know. Carrie Washington. Washington. You were right. It is the lady from Scandal. Oh You're right. I can picture her now. Yes. Okay. But yeah, I don't know what those, that character, I just don't know right now. I, I thought yeah, there was. We're like both in like meh We're feelings. both in meh feelings. No wonder we haven't pumped them out. I know. But trust me, at least one book that I have on your, that you have on your recommendations, you're going to digest. And I, I got to read that one next. That's yeah. got to be like you a gotta quick. You got to have like a, a palate cleanser. Like give yeah. me something fun. You know, I actually had a dream last night that I woke up before I was supposed to come to your house because I go to Haley's house every morning. I woke up, and normally when I lay in bed, I, like, read. I haven't been doing that the past several days because I'm just not motivated. But in my dream, I, like, grabbed a brand new book and finished it in the morning before I even came to your house. You're like, I just can't. I just needed a new read. I I just, and I literally, like, woke up from that, and I was like, darn it, I still haven't read a single book in August. (laughs) Come on. hopefully we can work on that today, and then we can, uh... We can get back with you next week, and hopefully we're reading new books. Yeah, we, Uh, we should be. If we're not... We need to be done. That would be sad. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for taking a break from reading. I got go some pages. pages. Why do you want to do that? Because that's how you put the poop in the other hand because he's trying to reach for it. Oh. I don't want to say Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay.